You're listening to a lifestyle podcast with Lavoni and Sarah. Our goals to inspire good health and well-being, empowerment, beauty and joy, offering support and friendship as we share our journeys in the hopes it helps you. Hello, my friends, and thanks for tuning in to what was once the Waiting Room Podcast. I'm Lavoni, and together with my co-host, Sarah, we want to let you know our podcast has changed its name from the Waiting Room Podcast to simply Lavoni and Sarah. Now, along with the name change, we're doing some rebranding and developing a website, all very exciting, and we'd love you to come along on this adventure with us. Eating wholesome, nutrient-dense food doesn't have to be expensive. In today's episode, Livoni and I discuss ways to eat well without breaking the budget. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 11 of the Waiting Room podcast, Cheap Eats. Losing weight and getting healthier is affordable when you're equipped with some good ideas, some of which you all may already know. We're going to share what we do to get healthy and save some money here and there in the process. Um, But just to recap, we're recording today directly after our last episode because Livoni is away um, this week coming with work. So we're not going to be talking about our goals or what we've achieved or setting new ones because we've done nothing on those yet because we're literally <laughs> straight into back. the next one. Um, but Livoni does have something that you're busting to share with <laughs> Well, our last so, episode was yeah. about guilt for those. It that was. was episode 10 was about guilt. It was a pretty heavy episode and I wanted to throw that whole what's your guilty pleasure thing in at the end just to lighten it up a little bit and yeah. I forgot I have to asked that. you to keep it clean let's, keep, yes. let's not make people yes. feel squirm that'd be kind it. of boring anyway so um Sarah I have to ask you what's your guilty pleasure um I think uh mine is listening to country music <laughs> oh my god I didn't know that about you <laughs> I oh know. we can listen to it while I'm there Oh, I like country music. I love a bit of country music. Don't you know judge why? us, anybody that's listening to it this. It makes me feel better about my life because they're always so damn sad or something awful's happened. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they're always funny. singing about something really oh, bad, aren't I they? I notice like, that so much. Oh, someone's left me. Oh, they are. They're always like, someone's left me, so I've, I've drunk a bottle of whiskey. Well, or, there's usually lots of whiskey involved. Always whiskey. Yeah. It's always a woman that's done something wrong. Or right. Like, or a man that's cheated. They've put car you know straight oh, yeah, down their right. car uh-huh. so then I feel really good about my life I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> that is too funny so I do your like guilty country pleasure music. is country music I it never is. would have guessed that there you go I've oh, mine's plastic cheese I call it plastic <laughs> cheese because that well, cheap cheese that well yeah the stuff that's just uh, you know I don't do you know. mean the stuff that's like in cellophane that you put in your burger, yes. like burger cheese? Oh, man, oh. horrible. Oh, no. Not just to sit and munch on it. I like really no. good cheese. That's yeah. my disclaimer. I really do love good cheese, yes. you know, blue cheese, like, you know, yummy cheese. But if I'm having it melted on on some toast or, you, you know, in that, a grilled you? cheese sandwich, oh, it has to be that. I mean, I don't think it resembles food, really. Well, it's just chemical, isn't it? Really? Possibly. And granted, it's never I don't even seen eat a cow. Day. <laughs> no, right? No. My um, my cousin came to stay with me one time. One of my cousins came to stay with me one time in Canada, and he saw me have that, like you know, melted on yeah. some tomato, and he, he was so shocked. He goes, oh, that's your dirty little secret. That's what he called it. Because, you know, I, I had this show talking about, you know. Yeah, perfect food. Like, yeah, buying local and all the rest of it. And there I was with that. That's my dirty little secret, which uh, my guilty pleasure, I guess you could call it. Yeah. It just melts yeah. so well. <laughs> I love the fact that you're trying to justify, <laughs> justify it. <laughs> It just oh. melts so well. well. you know, and it's a good segue into cheap eats, really, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it oh. is. Because yeah, I think um, I think people are used to like cheap food. We're, we're too used to cheap food, and, and I, the reason why I say this is because. People were bitching about the cost of eggs. I don't know if it's the same over there. I see what you mean. But here, people are making jokes about eggs and how much they cost and suddenly the price had gone up. And I was thinking, you know, even if they're five bucks for a dozen eggs, Mm. 
Yeah. You can still get two meals for four people out of that. I mean, it's still very inexpensive. I'm so lucky because I get farm eggs. So can I just check that if you've got an egg shortage there as well as here then, have you? Is it like everywhere? See, I don't know because I buy – well, no, we do because people are joking about the whole egg thing. Um, But I get eggs from – from just a little hobby farm where the chickens just run around mm-hmm. outside unless it's, you know, snowing. They go inside, obviously, because it's too cold. But um, – and we just, you know, pay three bucks for a dozen and I open them yep. and it's like jewels. They're all different colours, yeah. blues and things. And, and every time I open a carton of them, I'm always like, oh, they're so pretty. So I'm but lucky I'm like bit, that. Yeah. But I think that we're used to not paying a lot for food. Here yeah. anyway. I, think, I mean, there's a lot of people to feed in this country. Don't you think? Because I, I'm a bit of an egg snob. Actually, I do like a good egg. So, mm-hmm. you know, you know, like a really nice Dark yolk. yolk. It's always, yeah, it's yeah. different, isn't it? And I quite like the blue one. So I am a bit of an egg snob. But That's other good. things, I've learnt to be a bit better with because, um, I don't know. Probably five years ago, I would be an avid waitress shopper. And all of the lovely things. And now, granted, it is lovely to still to go in there. Um, so Waitrose is kind of a really high-end supermarket right. here. Um, and some really lovely different things in there. So if I want to get something a bit different, I will pop into Waitrose. But it, I can't even remember. I think I popped in just before Christmas. And the time before that, I don't know how long. Because we had an Aldi open up just down the road from me here and I'd never been into an Aldi before I thought I was going to get lost I was like I don't know what to do um and it's completely transformed the way that I shop because it's literally half of the price oh it's amazing and you have to pack your own bags and pay you know here it's like a quarter 25 cents for a cart but I'm like so I mean you should be taking your own bags to the shops anyway right exactly um but I I'm my husband introduced me to Aldi. We call it, they call it Aldi here. It was never in Australia when I um, left my homeland. Uh, it was never there. And I think I didn't know it until I came to the US. I don't even know. Right. Maybe it's in Canada now, uh, but it wasn't in the nine years that I lived there. And, you know, Lawrence, my husband would say that that's how he fed a family of six on mm-hmm. one income was Aldi because – you know, that's where he shopped and, and everything was, you know, about half the price. But I also yeah. like the fact that because they don't get their produce in, like, mass quantities, yes. um, it's usually quite fresh. I mean, I'm sure there's yeah. some people that will argue the point, but I'm just going on the ones that I've shopped at. And I have shopped at Aldi in five different states in this country. So mm-hmm. I think that I, you know can speak yeah the, the vegetables and, and the fruit has always you know since i've been going in there right. it's only been i don't know a, a year maybe um it's been yeah really really good really they good. have a really was, good they have organic things they have um a lot of gluten-free i don't know about there but here they do like okay. gluten-free is is massive i think that they have a lot of gluten-free i like the fact that it's not huge yes this isn't, sales is quite this a small isn't going to be the oldy episode but for somebody Sponsored that, by. <laughs> I mean, it is inexpensive. In Australia, Aldi sell all sorts of things. They sell freaking wetsuits for... Yeah, yeah, you, know, you do here, yeah. The really. centre aisles, I mean, it's it's like a little... Seasonal stuff. Shop in heaven, yeah. yeah, exactly. But so I think you do sometimes get what you pay for, don't you? So things like eggs, things like meat probably is one of the ones I would say is you, you you know, you. I feel it's it's worth spending a bit more on meat and having it less often than... Right. Getting the having, grain you know, fed, pasture raised. Yeah, and just to be kinder to the animals, right. you know, if nothing else. Yeah, that's um, exactly. Aldi really, so, they have sections like that too. Yeah? Yeah, here they do. Hours. Yeah. Right, okay, it's not such a big, I mean, I think you, you have some choice within it, but it's not such a sort of dedicated area within. Okay. But I say mine's a really small store, so I can't right. speak for all of them. They even have buffalo. Um, in, oh, wow. Yeah, and the one that I go to, they have ground bison. Yeah. yeah, we don't have that in Mum's room. <laughs> <laughs> probably no oldies in the UK. See, you probably don't have very many bison. No, I mean, I, you know, I like, I like, I like that. 
you can sit, you know, in a st store that's small like that, get your words out, Lavoni, um, that you can find that. But that's yeah. that's the thing too. If you are wanting to save money with your grocery shopping, you have to look at the stores that you're shopping in. Like I have um, a neighbour who um, I know he's not going to listen to this, so he he's a bit of a dick, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> you watch this will be the one that you just you did no, <laughs> but once upon a time i think you know aldi had a bit of a, a rep for people that um you know i don't know food stamps or whatever and i think well you know you shouldn't judge it or judge people that are doing that you know the fact no. that that they can you know shop and get the, most for their money. Yeah. get the most for their money and so that's what he associates it with now the guy's always bitching too that he has no money yet his kids you know they have like the latest and greatest you know right. equipment and stuff um clothes label clothes and i'm not judging him but he's like you know lawrence mentioned to him about Aldi, and he goes there's no way i'm shopping in there and I think, well, don't bitch about money then. It's really odd, know? isn't it? People's perceptions of things. Oh, I have to yeah. say, I probably was, not to that extent, but I probably was one of those people. Like, I've never, I would never go in an LD, ever. Oh, see, I didn't like, know it as that. I went into it just not, not knowing of any that, of that. But because of, probably it was just the Having unknown. Having to pack your own groceries, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am a princess. <laughs> it was more because you couldn't get, branded things in there you know at the time right. and i thought i'm like well how am i going to get the things that i know that i love because okay. i can't get them in there and it's only since now getting over myself and getting in there and then realizing what a fabulous place it is right that um that you can also choose some brands but actually a lot of the things are exactly the same now i would say i think to caveat this that it's worth in any different supermarket finding your way around it a little bit and just trying some things because mm -hmm. there are some things that I've tried and I thought no I'm sorry they're just not as good <laughs> you know you, you, if you if you blindfold tested it right. like, I just don't like it it's not so there's a few things that I do go to different supermarkets for because you can only get them in those particular ones it might be to give an example my son drinks a, um, a Tesco own brand squash so it's not expensive but we've tried them in all the other different supermarkets and they're just not the same. They, right. They've got a different taste to them. So off I go to Blimmin Tesco just to go and get, <laughs> just to go and get the squash right. and then, you know, go and get a few bottles of it at a time. So there are some things that I think it's worth, no matter which supermarket you're in, giving things a try, yes. genuine try yeah. for the first time. And if you don't like it, then just, you know, keep a mental note of, okay, there might be five or six things. I've got to go somewhere else to go and get them because I can't get those in there. Um, but as a general thing, and particularly with the fresh things, in my experience, this, you know, this lower cost supermarket is just as good as the other ones that right. I've been going to. And I'm enjoying the process of discovering it. Yeah, and just and shopping um, sort of sensibly, or you know, you making right. money go further. Right. And actually, I see it as a bit of a challenge to think. Oh, I wonder if I can get my weekly shop for, you know, whatever fifty pounds this week. I yeah. wonder if I can do it. Um, whereas, you know, if I was ordering for an online shop with, a, you know, a different supermarket, it's normally at least half as much of that again, if not double. So, I I like to set myself a bit of a challenge: how far I can make my grocery, you know, budget stretch and different uh, different meals that you're coming up with because that's the other thing sometimes meals are expensive with all the extras aren't they that you put in whether it's spices whether it's the different cheeses that, not your right. plastic cheese different cheeses that you've got <laughs> that you've then got to put on Church. i can't help judging that <laughs> cake country music girl right? i know yeah. check me out um, um, so, you know, you were talking about, you know, going to different stores, which made me think about the whole buying in bulk thing. Do you have a Costco over there? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Okay. I've never been to one. I, I love yeah. Costco because they um, I, they have awesome buyers. And mm -hmm. I think this has been my experience of Costco in two different countries, um, is that it's great for things, you know, if one, if you have the space to buy things in bulk, because you've got to it? get like forty-eight rolls of loo paper, <laughs> but 
people that's I, okay i've got a, an 18 year old son that last for a week <laughs> oh my god don't <laughs> kill me I i'm think, joking <laughs> hopefully he's not going to listen to this um but I think people think, too, that buying in bulk is a good way to save money. But it is only if it's stuff that you use all the time. Yeah. So if yeah. you go and you get, you know, buy in bulk of spinach and you're not using that and you don't wilt yeah. it down and freeze it, then, you know, it's a waste of money. So yeah. that's just something to, to think about. Um, I think a really good thing um, – if people are buying in bulk or buying bigger packets of things are frozen fruits and vegetables because as yeah. long as you're using them and you have the space for them. Um, you know, if you love, you know, berries, for example, they're not in season. So one, you're eating them from, you know, a country quite a long ways away. They're not going to be at all local, but um, they're going to be more expensive. And mm -hmm. I try to, you know, I love eating berries almost every day. But what I do is I buy them frozen during the, um, you know, the winter months here. Yeah. And then I cook. So I, because um, I think if you just let them thaw, they're not very nice. So right. I make almost like a jammy thing with them. And I take a little bit of um, monk. It's called monk sugar. So it has no carbohydrates in it. Monk sugar. Monk sugar, yeah. Uh, monk fruit sugar. Yeah, it's a fruit and it's not um, okay. doctored. I mean, it's processed, right? But mm. so it, it will add the sweetness to it and then I just keep the lid off, let the juices sort of thicken in the berries, do a little squirt of some lemon juice for, you know, brightness and then pop that in the fridge and then I have that um, – in, instead of you know fresh berries during the winter mm -hmm. months and it's certainly a cheaper way to buy it's the same with vegetables you, know, you can't yeah. um turn your nose up at frozen vegetables because they're picked and harvested and they're going to be fresher than unless you've got the them out that, of your yeah. garden or bought them from you know a farm they're going to be really um fresh which then leads me into things like if you do have leftover stuff like spinach or kale, something like that, that you can just blanch and dry and then pop it in the um, in the freezer. And so um, I'm making uh, – I'm going to make this ham because we've got like a whole lot of ham. We're given ham, big leg of ham. I'm going to do these ham, spinach and egg tartlets um, mm -hmm. using the spinach that I have up in the, the freezer that I've just – blanch myself and put in there yeah um so it's about i think it's about um ways to save money too is like planning like you were saying you know yeah. plan your meals just uh, and buy what you need so waste it so you're not wasting away. it rather yeah. than just going shopping like shop with a list and i know most people probably do um shop with a list but um, it's a good idea to, to have a plan so then you're not, you know, going to be throwing things away. And meat, you were talking about meat before um, and just, I, you know, here especially in the, in the U.S. or in all of North America, um, people eat a lot of meat and, you know, there's a lot of people to feed here. So, yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of industrialized, um, you know, feedlots and yeah. whatnot. Um and I try and, you know, I used to, when I lived in Canada, I used to buy direct from the farms. But here I don't, um, I haven't come upon that many. If I'm at the farmer's market during the summertime, I try and buy, you know, meat from um, the farmers there. Yeah. If they're there. But, like, use it more as um, a secondary thing. I think we usually think of meat as the like, yeah. primary part to our plate and then, the vegetables are secondary or, you know, the starch and whatever. But, um, you know, I was talking to my husband about this last night and I said, because he did feed a family of six on, you know, not a lot of money. Yep. He had a budget and he kept within that, that budget. Um, and I said, you know, what are some things that you, you did? And he, um, said to me about, you know, one, one thing that we still do now, we will get like a good piece of meat, a nice piece of meat, um, just a small bit, and then we'll split it. And he and it's more of a topping. Like we make these really nice salads. And so the mm -hmm. meat is more of a, of a like a garnish almost, like a topping yeah. on it, rather than being the center of the whole thing. 
the middle, yeah, right. yeah. And then um, not eating meat every day. I mean, you know, it's okay if you're vegetarian, but then a lot of those processed vegetarian things, they can become quite costly too. They are expensive, You look yeah. at a bag of, you know, lentils, um, the Mediterranean salad that I was talking to you about in the last episode has um, chickpeas and lentils in it. Yeah. And um, the chickpeas are just, you know, they're, they're from a can I'm going to use because I've got them in the – in the pantry, but the yep. lentils I just have dried. So I'm just going to cook those up and I'll cook a whole lot of them up and freeze the ones that I don't use. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's like a buck for a, oh God, there yeah. I go saying that, um, a dollar, uh, <laughs> a pound maybe, I don't know, for a can of beans. That I just oh. only at this, before we started recording because she used the word buck. I was like, I would never use that word. I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to say that word. I'd not written something the I'd intro out um, and sent it to Sarah, <laughs> you know, and she can sort of change whatever she likes. But I said to, like, talked about saving a few bucks here and there, and she yeah, read it, yeah. and then she stopped, and she goes, bucks? I would never say that. She goes, that's so Australian. I said, well, they use it here too in the States. But that, she said, pounds? I said, well, no, then it sounds like, sounds like you know, weight. weight. But anyway, it was just funny, <laughs> the different words we use for things. Like you were talking about jumpers too in the last podcast. Yeah. And here it's a sweater. I still sweater. call it a jumper and just figure, not to everyone, but when I'm at home, I figure my husband yeah. surely by now after nearly 13 must years know what a jumper is. must know what a bloody jumper is, right? Yeah. But um, so what we're we talking about. Oh, yeah, beans Meat. and legumes. Like yeah. they, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they um, certainly bulk things out. Plus they're mm-hmm. giving us that much needed fiber that's lacking in uh, so many people's diets. And, you know, looking at inexpensive, oh, if you want to eat meat, looking at the, which is fine. You know, I eat meat. Yeah. Um, more of the inexpensive cuts too, where you can cook yes. them slower for longer. Well, like chicken thighs are, are less expensive, aren't they, than like sort of chicken breast and things like that. So that's right. Much nicer. Um, another tip for, too. Here yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, but another tip I had was um, if you are able to go to any of the supermarket, whichever supermarket you happen to shop in, but go towards the end of the day, you'll often find the things which are being discounted because it's got the sort of that day's date has to be sold by. Um, and you can get really large sort of cuts of meat. And because it was that day that it has to be sold by, there's nothing wrong with buying that at the reduced price and putting it in your freezer. Right. Because it's still in date. There's nothing wrong with it. If you know that you'll then can use it over the next few weeks, it can be up to like 50%, 75% off yeah, sometimes. Awesome. So that's a really big saving. It and is. There, is, there is literally nothing wrong with any of that food. So I would always recommend that if you're either make a special trip, if you're able to, but if you're in there and you see things that are heavily reduced because it's got the use by today or by tomorrow right and you have the space in your freezer obviously if it's something that you always are going to eat don't just buy it you know because that's the other thing we all get exactly that's not good choose things that you know you're definitely going to enjoy and that you're going to eat but you buy it buy it then put it in your freezer get it out in the next you know within the next month or so and, and have it and i've done that before for when i've been hosting um a big easter lunch um and there was a big turkey crown in there that was i think it was got two days left on it so they put 50 percent reduction on it and i thought well i'll have that and that's come with me and i've put it straight into the freezer right um um and you know lamb the same sort of thing so i would say that's a really good tip for people there's yeah, no there is nothing wrong with any of that food um vegetables the same so if you want to talk about you know getting the vegetables because they're at the end of at their date then buy it freeze it right use Use the advantage of the reduced price on them, right? Just because people haven't bought them within the time scale that you know they say they need to be used to be used, because there's nothing wrong with putting it in the freezer. Do you think there's a misconception to expensive? It's expensive to eat healthy. Not healthy. I like wholesome better than healthy. But do you think there's a misconception about that? Well, there is. I think there's some truth behind it because it is expensive to to buy fruit and vegetables. You know, if you if you fill your trolley with fruit and vegetables, it's an expensive thing to do, but I think you need to pick wisely within the choice, don't you? Right. So, you know, and I think if you're going to fill it with 
um, things that are not in season, like you talked about. So they are going to be more expensive, um, particularly if they prepackage different vegetables. So if you, you know, if, I particularly like purple sprouting, but they always, it always comes in a What's that? little... It it's broccoli? like a broccoli, like okay. a tender stem broccoli, but yeah, a darker sort of colour. Right. Um, but it always comes in the little pre-packed, you know, plasticky right. type of containers. So it's really expensive to buy those things. If that was just loose broccoli, which fundamentally it's the same thing, isn't it? It's, right. it's half the price. So Plus you don't have I, the waste either. Then the yeah. plastic waste, which yeah. I'm really aware of because yeah. I just. I'm amazed how much recycling I put out every single day. I'm thinking, where did all this packaging come from? Huh. But, um, and that's another thing, isn't it? You put it out in the recycling, and does it actually ever go to actually get recycled? Probably not. It probably I just know ends in up... some places it doesn't. You know what no. I um, use is um, the wax. I think I've spoken about this before. Oh, the beeswax, the thing. beeswax things. Yeah, and, you know that's also yes. You've got the the money to to buy those. Um, yeah. You've got that outlay, but then you know, I mean, they mould around things too. Unlike plastic, yes. like glare wrap, plastic wrap that just comes off all the time. So I use that, and I use reusable um, bags, like mm-hmm. the ones that you can you know rinse out, like yeah, silicone okay. sort of things. Yeah, 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 they're silicon bags, and they come in different sizes. So I use those too instead of just the one-time use throwaway. I never use um, cling film. It's uh, I know a lot of people do use it, but I just, I in fact I, I don't have any in the house. Dry out. Yeah, just like (laughs) put it in a plastic (laughs) container. Oh, okay. So I I use old takeaway containers because I may have one or two of those, and um, (laughs) I put it in there and just put the lid on. I never use. It's good that you're recycling things like that, Sarah. That's very good. Just how they got in the house to start with. That's okay. Takeaway here and there. Um, That was another. That's another thing too about the cheap eats. About not you know not not having so much takeaway. Make the foods. I have to because you know as you know, um, I'm in like a culinary desert where i live but um make more stuff at home you know if i um when i have a chicken i keep the i don't know some people are rolling their eyes listening to that i keep the the i do so it's so good and then because i make ramsey's food as well and you were saying about the chicken thighs so i buy him chicken thighs with the bone in usually because they're you know not as expensive Um, and then he has veggies and stuff in that, but that's neither here nor there. But I keep the bones. So whether they're drumsticks um, okay. or the thighs, I keep the bones and keep the carcass and then I'll make a broth. And then, you know, but people buy broth and it's like two, three bucks for a broth. I know, broth. it's expensive. You can make it for like next to nothing for like 50 cents. But, you know, it's the same thing as when, you know, my my um, son had his mates around at the weekend we may well have had a takeaway or something, but I thought this, to be honest with you, you know, that's too big for all of us to then think of that many meals of having takeaways. Right. And I'm just going to make it, which is one. And even things like a chili con carne, it spreads, you know, it really goes a long way by the time you've added the chopped tomatoes, the mm. kidney beans, you know, a really small pack of minced beef goes a long way right. by the time you've added all of that in and then some boiled rice with it and actually it was a delicious meal um they were really you know, wholesome it. as well yeah and the whole you know i spent a fair bit at the supermarket getting all of that stuff because i bought them snacks and treats and right. some beers and stuff like that as well but probably nowhere near well but if i'd done two or three takeaways to try and oh. do that i would have been three or yeah. four times over that right. so i know it gets it definitely expensive. it's yeah. And I don't think people realise how much, if they do, you know, on a regular basis get take takeaway, how much that adds up. The, the same with lunch. You yes. know, just spend 10 minutes the night before putting a lunch together. My husband never buys lunch. He always takes his lunch. And yeah. where he is, he's surrounded by it. He could go and get whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, he just takes stuff that I've made. Or, you know, he'll put something together. And we usually, or, you know, if I haven't been um, cooking, which is rare, but there's usually something in the freezer too without yeah. a label. It's like a surprise thing. But <laughs> I, I think, relax. Right. I think that, um, you know, if you buy lunch every day, that's expensive. 
I laugh well, at people is. though that tell that say to me, um, eating healthy is expensive. And then as they're, you know, puffing on their cigarette yeah. or, you know, Choice, opening yeah. their bottle of whiskey or whatever, I, um, and, and, you know, this guy's a mate and I, I shouldn't rat him out like this or be judgmental, but he, you know, we talk all the time when I used to work with him, um, love him to death, but, you know, okay, we're going to lose some weight and, you know, and then we'd start you know, getting into it and doing really well and then he'd bitch about how much you know how his bills or whatever for the week and oh it's so expensive to eat healthy and next thing he'd be online ordering football stuff like football jersey and things yeah team and there's like you know there's two three hundred bucks right and i'm like oh my god you can't and he wouldn't shop at aldi i kept saying to him you drive past one every night on the way home. Just ask your wife what she wants and pop in and get it. You know, it won't take you long, but, and I'm thinking you cannot complain to me that eating healthy is expensive when you do stuff like that. It's all choice, isn't it? That's all choice. And I think after, you know, our mortgage, probably foods out one of our biggest, um, well, that's just, you know, and the way that the world is at the moment, people are genuinely struggling to even pay their food bills, aren't they? Right. Because it is such a big outlay and, you know, there's help available with food banks and things. And I think it's I think it's really great, you know, every on over here, every exit of the supermarket, there's a, a basket, you know, right. a, tr- a trunk sort of thing so you can put things in. And, you know, I hope that goes to the right place. I'm, I'm sure it probably does. Right. Um, and you just think it's a real thing, you know, people do need help. So it shows how expensive it is to feed your family. You know, it is, it's a big outlay. Right. So within, within that, everyone's having to make choices now about making some changes mm-hmm. um, and, and just cutting back on stuff. And, you know, I've explained that to my son and just, if he sort of said, Oh, can we get this? Or where's this? I said, you know, the shopping bill's just going to have to, we have to cut it back right. this week. It's just too much. Um, I've got two dogs as well. So it's, it's, that gets added in and their yeah. food goes up and I cook food for, for them as well as their dry kibble stuff. So your your budget has to go so much further than it ever did. Right. Um, and then that's not even taking it. into account the fact that your budget might even have to have shrunk. So it's 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 trying to make it spread as far as possible and finding these tricks, isn't it, to make to make that easier. I'm um and I don't you know, I know not everybody can do this, but I'm a big advocate for growing your own vegetables mm-hmm. as well uh, even in a pot you can get like a, a cherry tomato plant for you know four dollars and yeah. it will yield so many tomatoes that there's no way you could eat them all and no. things like herbs you know I always grow my own herbs obviously you're not going to do that if you don't use herbs in your cooking but to go and buy just a dinky little pack yeah. of herbs one they're all wrapped in plastic here um unless you're getting it you know direct from the farmers yeah um, they're so, yeah, so often in plastic and then, but you can, you know, grow them and yeah. plant some seeds that cost, you know, like a dollar and then it will just keep supplying you all summer yeah. with, with herbs. I love that. Actually, but- that's another thing. So if you aren't able to grow your own, we, um, depending where you are as well in the UK, but we have, uh, like a farm shop, not that far. Right. And last summer we went and we had a really enjoyable couple of hours and we just walked around and you dig up your own, you literally dig up what you want. And we had a huge, huge basket full of fresh vegetables. I think they were trying to think what was in there. There was a, a great big turban squash. Is oh, that yeah, what they're right. called? Yep, yeah. Yeah. One of those nightmare to try and cut that i mean my god i thought i was going to try anyway one of those we had carrots we had um courgettes loads of different sorts of tomatoes anyway a huge huge basket 20 pounds the entire thing and that would have fed us for two solid weeks different sorts of meals cutting it all up spreading it you know adding a few bits and pieces to it but that goes a long way as well so if you can have a look out for places like that where you can go and pick your own and i mean sometimes things like uh the fresh soft fruits are quite expensive things right. like that. but you know just pick and choose again even within that i'm trying to think what else there were those leaks there's all sorts of things so 
definitely worth having a look for that as well if you can um, find a local one do you have something here there's something um called misfits mark misfit markets like there's markets that will um places that will sell i think they'll deliver them to your house you don't always know what you're going to get um food that isn't perfect so you know like a misshapen tomato or yeah. you know an orange where the skin might be discolored or something like that but there's actually nothing wrong with it and yeah. um, there's that too that's um i think you could subscribe to those or not i think one here called odd box or something like that but what i have noticed is even within the supermarkets they're starting to sell right. those now aren't they in a separate section they and really there's nothing wrong to. with it those... i mean if they sold food that it doesn't have to look perfect to be fine to cook i mean you know if tomatoes are a bit bruised or a bit soft or whatever or a bit weird shapen it doesn't matter if you're making a sauce out of them things like that i'm always one you know if you can buying direct from from farms and farmers markets Mm -hmm. i know if you live in like the middle of london or the middle of new york or sydney or something that's not not always feasible but uh if you're in places that you can and you have some farms next near you and the yeah. people will sell to you. Uh, it, you might think, you know, sometimes like if you go to a farmer's market, it can be a little bit more expensive. But at least you know that the farmer is getting all that money. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, not just a little bit of it and the stores get get the rest and actually if you can go to one of these places where you can go and dig it up and pick your own, it's actually an enjoyable thing to do. Right, you, you know, exercise. Yeah, and you feel really quite—I don't know—sort of righteous, I suppose, when you come back with what you've dug up and right. you've chosen it and all that sort of thing. That's one of the things I love about growing. We don't <laughs> have a huge vegetable. I mean, we've got an enormous yard, but we don't have a massive vegetable garden because um, Lawrence made raised garden beds for me when but this is before my knee surgery because it was really hard for me to get up and down off the the ground. Um, but it's amazing what you can grow in a little space. I just, I'm just so mind boggled about it, but it's so nice going out there, picking stuff and then cooking it. Oh, it's so fresh. It's just, you know, a nice thing to do. So if anybody does have like a little sunny spot, they might not want to plant a whole garden and, you know, can afford to get a pot here and there with some um, dirt to plant a few Mm -hmm. herbs and, you know, tomato, cucumber, whatever it is that they like to eat, they should try it. I mean, you could just stick a squash plant in the ground and little. Like, and don't you think it might inspire you to perhaps even cook, you know try and cook some different things right. that perhaps you wouldn't have done before as well? Because right. all of a sudden, if you are going somewhere to choose vegetables, you're confronted with things maybe you've not even seen before, and so you think, well, I'll get that and I'll give that a go, and I've you know look up different recipes, different different style of cooking. Mexican even, maybe, if you right. can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, and look at things that aren't as expensive. Things like kohlrabi, which... What um, is that? Oh, it's um, it's kind of like a... I'm trying to describe the taste of it. Uh, the small ones are nicer than the bigger ones, but it looks like i'll put after we'll have to put a photo of it up okay it's a, it's a green color they do come in um, like a purpley color too and um it's not a tuber i i mean i guess was it like a potato it, type no thing, it, it tastes a bit like a combination of cauliflower maybe but it's solid it's so it's mm. crunchy so you can either cook it and then it doesn't have a lot of taste or grate it up and put it into a coleslaw, like chop it, okay. julienne, chop it finely. Um, as a as the little baby ones, um, they're nice, just you know, steamed, Never heard of tossed that. in butter. But it's really an inexpensive vegetable, mm-hmm. um, and so you know, just look for things like that too. Veggies that, like you were saying, that you might not have tried before. I mean, carrots aren't yeah. awfully expensive. I'm not suggesting no. people haven't tried carrots. But they don't need to be – I love the carrots with the beautiful tops on them. But they are expensive, those ones. Yeah. But if you get the big chunky guys mm. – and the ca- there's so many different varieties of carrots. I mean, you know, they're, they're inexpensive. Yeah. Well, I, I remember what else we got at that farm place. We got a red cauliflower, like a purple one. Oh, pretty. Which I'd never had before. So right. It's just even the, and that's and actually the more colourful your food, the the more 
you know benefit it has to your body and on all of the right that's, that's right isn't it i think yes. you're, you're that, like, yeah. um, although onions don't thing. have a lot of color but they're still good for you but that's neither here nor there but people i think you know if you're wanting to save money then make your own stuff mm-hmm. it is much yeah. cheaper than buying it you know make a broth try making some bread i know there are lots of people making bread in lockdown you couldn't yeah. even buy yeast here at one stage. No, I know. It's sold out. Oh, my it? God. And and flowers were sold out. I was buying my flower online because yeah. there was none at the supermarket. So I don't know whether people have continued that. I, I'd like to think that they, they would because if you make your own bread, I mean, if you go and buy a good loaf of bread here, you're looking at like eight or nine bucks. If you make yeah. it yourself, um. It's just, you know, it'd be less than $2. And that's even yeah. for flour that's, um, you know, the unbleached, you know, half-decent flour. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you could throw a handful of grains into there or some uh-huh. nuts and seeds, things like that. But some things that are expensive, I think, like, cheese is quite, especially the good yes. cheese is quite expensive. It- so if you're using it, then maybe don't use as much or use as stronger cheeses like Parmesan cheese. Um, oh, you know, oh, it's so good. And you don't need a lot of it. So, no. one, it's good for, you know, if you're not eating a lot of it, it still adds the flavor. It's not a good melting cheese. The um, the shit plastic cheese is a good The melting. plastic <laughs> cheese is the one. <laughs> but if you buy a chunk of Parmesan, granted you've got the outlay, you know, you can get a chunk of it from Costco for which sounds like a lot of money to, you know, some people it is. But when I do that, that lasts me for ages. You can, you know, grate it up, freeze it, or um, just keep it covered, well covered in a container or, you know, something in the fridge. Um, And it will last for ages. You just use a little bit. So the things that are a bit more expensive that you're using, maybe just, you know, use less. Use them more sparingly. Yeah. And I think the other thing is maybe sort of switch up your, your weekly plan for food. So maybe one of the meals in the week is going to be a bit more elaborate. So maybe a nice piece of meat, or maybe it has got some of these more expensive ingredients in. Then on another night, there's nothing wrong with just having some pasta with some pesto, stick a load of vegetables in it to bulk it out a bit more. And then that's, you know, a really cheap, cheap cheap you know bag of pasta is nothing is it right. you know dried pasta right I mean. and so have that one night in the week and it literally you know a pound or whatever would feed loads of you and then it, so, there's nothing wrong with that either is there just doing a bit of a mix and match during your during your week right like we've said in course, many course. episodes before course, course yeah, course, batch cooking makes a definite saving for you yes so as well as the benefits we've talked about with time before you definitely save money by batch cooking um so that's another way so that maybe in your when you're looking at your weekly plan you can have one fresh meal one of these cheaper meals one of the batch ones out of the you know out of the freezer which is definitely a more cost effective thing um have a look for these ones which are going to be um on offer or you know discounted so you could get yourself one of those i think it's trying to map out a whole week and see where your money's going to stretch the best right. but still have some of these things that you really enjoy as well so i think you don't want to deprive yourself completely no. if you unless you really have to yeah exactly um, i mean you know, maybe when, when we're talking about this we're talking about people that just are trying to eat healthier and and not spend a lot of money not people that you know, really should I pay my, my electricity bill or buy food? No. You know, no. when we're not sort of claiming to be experts about that or, or talking about no. um, that. It's just more for just a general thing of just, you know, yeah, everybody's aware of how much yeah. things have gone up um, and we can just, you know, save a few dollars here yep. and there, like we were saying, or pounds even. Um yeah. Like a, a bag of rice, for example, that can be yeah. turned into a multitude of things. So many things. It can exactly. be turned into so many things. You get, you know, from fried rice to just as a, a side for nice, you know, madras curry or something like that. Yeah. Um, and like I was saying, you were talking about pasta. Couscous is another thing. Just even the mm-hmm. instant couscous. Um, you can put water in. I put, put stock in with it. Um, yeah, it make oil. like a vegetable stock. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. And then, you know, chuck a tray of veggies, go through your, you know, fridge, especially at the end of the week or before Yeah, use your shop, leftovers. Use yeah. your leftovers, throw them all in, roast them. 
um, maybe stick some, you know, curry powder or something like that, toss it in them, and then um, have that with with the couscous, like uh, over the couscous, you know, like have a warm sort of salad, maybe a bit of yogurt if you've got that, or sour cream, just, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Just get a little bit Another top tip, as you were just talking about that then, um, because what is getting more expensive is to even have the oven on, because I've noticed on our smart meter that, you know, my biggest usage in the day is when the oven has been on because it's such a, an, a big use of electricity, isn't it, to have your, you know, the big stove right. on. So if you're able to buy an um, air multi-touch. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you sounded like some sort of like Darth Vader instruction. I was like, ah. Sorry. Um, okay, that, maybe buy an air fryer. But also, if, you, if you've got your oven on, make it work hard right. for itself while it's on. So if you've got the oven on because you're roasting a chicken, maybe if you've bought a great big bag of um, baking potatoes, scrub them, stick them in, bake 10, 12 at a time let them cool and then put those in the freezer the way to do it is to do it individually otherwise they all stick together and then they can go back together do you know what i mean so right. freeze them separately and then put them in and then all you've got to do is bring it out in the morning defrost it and it takes three minutes in the microwave what do you do make mashed potatoes no i, I have a, a bake i pre-bake oh, a baked potato it freezes okay it doesn't go all yeah soggy. No, no way yeah huh. and then because if you wanted to put a bake a potato from fresh every single time to have that oven on every single time oh, yeah. it's but if you're what you're doing is using the most benefit right. from that you know power yeah. source at that time so put your baked potatoes in the bottom do your chicken on the top you know get as much into that hot space as you can right. to make the most of your money and then pop it and in then, the freezer if and you know it's gonna the freeze fr- yeah that's yeah, a great and then idea. you can microwave and um, obviously i defrost them before i microwave them but then yeah defrost to it. heat it up that's where I, you know, I know an air fryer is an outlay of money, but I have to say honestly, it's a game changer. Last night, I've never used one. I just cooked um, because Lawrence is doing this um, like intermittent fasting. We yeah. don't um, eat dinner together. I just I right. have like three small meals a day, right? Um, and so last night, I and I try and you know make veggies or whatever for him so I know that he's you know eating mm-hmm. well um and I wanted I had a butternut pumpkin squash there so I cut that up and I roasted it in the air fryer what it takes like a th- fraction of the time and you're just using the air fryer and granted yeah it's electricity we have natural gas so it doesn't, as much. right yeah. and so you know cooking in our ovens quite inexpensive anyway but it just it saves on time and for people that um do have an electric mm-hmm. oven you know if they're wanting to save the cost there it does make a difference i think i the love only the thing air fryer is it's finding that. somewhere to store it isn't i know it? another that's another the thing that people say we um and some of them are big the one that that um i got has two drawers it's a ninja one it's got two drawers right. so you can be cooking some salmon and cooking some you know broccolini or whatever in the other drawer um broccolini yeah oh in the air fryer what is broccolini (laughs) it was sound like yeah yeah it sounded like what you were talking about with the sprout you call it purple sprouts purple sprouting but broccolini is a cross between broccoli and an asian vegetable and so you've got the long skinny um stalks and then a, a slightly looser broccoli top and I is love it, like, it. Is it like we call it tender stem broccoli? Probably. That be it? Yeah, probably yeah. something like that. Broccolini is far more exciting. I think it's an Italian word. I'm not 100% sure. Broccolini. But in Australia, it's everywhere. But it's harder to find here um, in the US. So when Lawrence sees it, because I love it, when he sees it, he just buys it. If he's out shopping, I mean, I do the same thing, but he always seems to shop in places that, you know, he can find it. <laughs> Um, where was I with the broccolini? Oh, yeah, yeah. air fryer. Yeah, with the air fryer. Anyway, so I know that that would be an outlay, and not everybody has them. Some of them are are gigantic. Ours doesn't take up a huge amount of bench space, but because I use it all the time, it takes up. I reckon the footage takes up about as much space, maybe a little bit more than a toaster. So really, yeah, which is probably the reason I keep my toaster in the cupboard. (laughs) <laughs> but I have my air fryer wow. out. 
But yeah, see, I use it all the time, which justifies it. But baked potatoes are so good. I keep meaning to put them on my um, website. Speaking of which, what I'm going to do is create, by the time the podcast comes out, it'll be there. I'm going to create a section on my website. um, I call it Cheap Beats. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It sounds more fun than budget cooking. Um, Just, you know, for recipes that, aren't going to break the bank. So I'm going to yeah. have that section there uh, for people. Okay, so um, generic brands, that's another thing too where people can save money. Yeah, own branded stuff. Especially things like, you know, chickpeas, black beans. Yeah. I mean, they're cheaper anyway, but you could save a buck or yeah. two there. Um, as I've said, frozen, eating in season, um, try – not to buy the overly processed things, you know, like those little snack packs and um, that that you can get for your kids. I mean, they, they're yeah. expensive. They've got a they few are. crackers and a bit of cheese. Um, you know, I know it's quick and easy, and you can just throw one in their in their bag. But cheese, surely it doesn't take that yeah, long. Yeah, but a whole, to you can a, get a whole packet of crackers, can't you? Right, and, then, yeah. and a block of cheese, you know, and a little bunch of grapes. There you go, snack done. Right. Yeah. Um, what else do we say? Look at where you're shopping. You know, that's another yep. thing. Um, have a plan, make a grocery list. Definitely mm-hmm. do that. Um, and look for, cook, look at for the dis- cook at home, look for the discounted things that you yeah. can pop in the freezer. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, things like the, the starches, uh, you know, we want to, you want to, I mean, vegetables aren't that expensive, not even organic vegetables. They're really not. No. I don't think they are. But then, I don't know. It's all relative, I guess. It's right? comparing it with food, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But, um, and if you have, you know, if you're lucky enough to have a farm near you, yes. talk to your farmer, see if you can get stuff from them because I'm all about supporting the farms and, you know, shopping locally where you can. Eating in season is a big thing. I mean, here mm-hmm. you, can, you can buy asparagus that comes from somewhere deep in the Southern American, you know, countries, yeah. one of the Southern American countries. We don't need to eat it. I mean, yeah, you can buy no. frozen asparagus. It's not as good. But, um, you know, just, I don't know, eat something else, have it, right? Have something else, exactly. Have yeah. something else. Um, you know what I'm doing, and this is what I did last night, is I went to the pantry and looked inside, like, look at what you've got yes. to and try and use that up before you And that go. helps from the clearing out. So all of the clearing, the clearing out doing, and the wastage. So yep. I've got, you know, lots of beans. It was funny you were talking about making chili con carne because I've got some um, ground chicken, chicken mince, ground chicken in the freezer. And I thought, I really need to use that. So I've got that and I've got, black beans and pinto beans and various things. So I'm going to make chili with all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe green chili because I've got lots of tomatillas left over. Green? From I've the got, Mexican what, cookbook. Tomatillas? Yeah. Well, they're green. What are tomatillas? So they look like a tomato, but they have the paper around them. So oh, they're yeah. um, they're... A little, not sour is probably the wrong word. They're really good. They make green salsa. So, yeah, so you roast them and it just, and they use them obviously in Mexican cooking. So I've got them left over from the Mexican, the The Mexican Mexican cookbook. (laughs) This is the book that never goes away. What Mexican cookbook is this? I have another week (laughs) of work on it. (laughs) Um, cutting down on, on the portion sizes with your meat too. That's another thing that we talked about. Yeah. Um, you know, using them more as just a, like an add on as a garnish, yeah. you know, um, and chicken breasts, like you don't need a chicken breast per person. You could split a chicken breast, especially if you get okay. creative and if you, you know, cut it in half horizontally, and yeah. maybe toss it in some breadcrumbs because you've got breadcrumbs in the freezer because from the leftover bread, you put them yeah. in the, the bread in the food processor, whizzed it up and froze it, right? 
make it like a schnitzel. So you make know, it like a schnitzel, yeah. yeah. And then one breast can feed two people or, yeah. you know, or more. If you put it over a salad, it could even feed four. So just, you know, getting creative like that. Another thing too, like I'm all about cookbooks and we're going to talk about that in a sec, but there are some, you know, good recipes online. There's some shit recipes online too, I have to say. Well, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's it's free apart from the internet. You can go and use somebody else's. Yeah. Look up stuff on online too, recipes online. Freshhonker.com has lots of recipes. Well, uh, check sorry, it out. Just, uh, just an <laughs> awful plug there. But anyway, um, so, you know, doing things like that, if you're looking for different ideas, just type in budget meals. There is a lot of people that have some some good budget meal recipes, um, yeah. you know, online. And, you know, I just start with what you've got in the pantry. Yeah. You know. i tell you another thing that does help it look like it goes further is cut things up but what oh. made me think of you talking about the, the chicken yeah so um i was years ago i had a, a a family to feed um on quite a tight budget and um there was there was more of us at the time and i used to cut things up a lot particularly when i was feeding the kid so if you just got one little tiny pizza out they'd be thinking is that it all of a sudden if you cut it up into little pieces put some carrot sticks on the side then maybe even just like a slice of garlic bread, but then also cut in half again. Your plate suddenly looks full right. and you could make a little go a long way mm -hmm. by cutting things up um, rather than just presenting it as a whole on, on the plate and you sort of think is that it, it's not going to not gonna feed any of us. All of a sudden it feeds three times the number of people that you think it's going to. It's like sausages too, you know, fresh sausages yeah. or brats, bratwurst here as they're often called. Um, you could just have a couple of those and then cook them, slice them up, and toss them through some pasta with some, you know, kale yeah. or spinach. And even, you know, you could throw some chickpeas in there if you wanted it to make it go even further. But just, um, you know, onion, can of tomatoes. Can, can tomatoes yeah. aren't expensive. No, it's uh, tense. Yeah, yeah. it's tense. And then, you know, great, just a little parmesan cheese over the top. And then you've got leftovers too, unless you're feeding yeah. a big family. But, you know, you've got um, some leftovers. So there are lots of ways. If anybody has, like, a, a great idea, just, you know, drop us a note. Let us know what, yeah, share um, it. what your idea is of cheap eats. And, um, yeah, share it and we'll share it with everybody. So, um but, yeah, I think there's some good things in there, definitely. So, Sarah, as we do, um, well, as we do every week, we talk about, you know, our goals for the coming week. So, um, pertaining to this one, mine mm -hmm. is going to be, I have two, actually. Mine is to really try and um, slash some, it's like to keep to a budget, I'm going to set a budget and keep to a budget with our food bill. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. The second is using up what we already have here, whether okay. it's, you know, meats in the freezer and, or, you know, things that I have in the, in the cupboard. Like I have quite an extensive Asian section, probably more so than most households. Yeah. So I'm going to go through that and I've got lots of noodles. Noodles are inexpensive. That's another mm -hmm. thing too. Um, if you are lucky enough to have access to any of like a great international store or Asian store, they're mm -hmm. often much cheaper. It's a cheaper oh, okay. place to shop. And, you know, like I said, noodles are inexpensive. They usually have produce um, that I find is quite a bit cheaper as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so if you have access, look at places like that you know if you're near a chinatown um i don't i don't think indianapolis has a chinatown but uh about 40 minutes south of me is i i have access to some good um asian stores okay. and yeah there's certainly it it's a money saver or i go in there and if i'm with my husband i'll say oh, i'll just be out in a minute and he'll be like yeah right whatever because <laughs> i just get lost in there looking at everything but you know coconut milk it's a cheaper place to buy that um, okay. They yeah. also have lots of different fish, like whole fish too. If you're a bit squeamish, you might not like that. But, you know, I'll buy um, whole fish there because um, it's cheaper than buying it, you know, the fillets yeah. of it. Um, you know, that's another thing too. A lot of people don't like to clean or, 
you know, cut things up like they, you know, pieces of meat or so they buy it already done or already marinated, much cheaper doing it yourself. Yes. And I mean, yeah. it really, it doesn't take that long to do it. So, no. you know, the more you do yourself, the cheaper it will be. It, it makes a difference, you know, yeah, whether course. it's cookies or, or whatever it is. But um, anyway, so, yeah, they're, they're my goals, to use up stuff I already have and to um, really stick to a budget with my food shopping. What about you? Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to sort of ties in a little bit with me having to refocus and, and actually really get stuck into this. But I'm going to do a proper food plan for the week that would also – I'm quite good at budgeting for my – my my monthly food budget anyway um but that can get carried away when you don't do a food plan because you just suddenly have to keep popping back in don't you and, and getting this then getting that so that's that's my goal for and the then week you don't realize do how much is sorry to interrupt but you don't realize how much you've spent on food either when you're yeah, that, do spent you? and waste potentially because right. you just always got a little bit of something left so i think within that food plan that i'm going to do i'm going to see what i can eke out over a number of nights from perhaps one sort of set of cooking so from one set of produce can i get two or three maybe two nights out of it um maybe making it a different dish but still using some of the main ingredients so i think that's what my goal will be this week okay oh that sounds good so what about um anything that you're loving you know clothes um equipment. i'm clearly i'm, I'm actually loving well yeah the, the i'm loving a <laughs> Should I go and get? I'm gonna have to get one. You keep. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm loving a TV program over here that's um called Stacy Solomon's Sort Your Life Out because it taps into our purging and life sorting situation. So it's called Stacy. So Stacy Solomon is the celebrity. She's um she's the lady that presents it, but it's oh, called okay. Sort Your Sort Your Life Out. Um, what the concept of it is, they basically take a family home normally a family but they are so overrun with stuff i mean oh it's God. crazy sometimes they can't even get in through the front door <gasps> properly and they empty the entire like empty the house as if you were moving house right. and put it into a warehouse and this um, you don't get to see the team do it but this, mm -hmm. the team sort it all into compartmented areas so you can see exactly what you've got so there might be 14 umbrellas there might be 150 pairs of shoes that type of thing right. and then they have to get rid of at least 50 percent of their possessions that's awesome um, and it gets donated recycled or you know whatever right. it needs to be um and I mean, in the program, they've got a team of people then that are sort of sprucing the house up back at home, and but not to a an, an excessive spending. They are kind of using what they've already got, repurposing it, maybe a bit of paint, but not going out and buying a whole right, load or of gutting the stuff. house or something. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's it's kind of very much using what they've got already, and then the edited version of their. Um, possessions then comes back into the house and obviously it gets organized put away properly and everything but it's just I think it really taps into some of the things that we've been talking about getting rid of things right. making things easier to see cleaning and all that sort of thing so I've just been it's, it's a very easy watch you can press pause and come back to it at a later date it's not like I quite can, an intense um, thing YouTube it or maybe yeah. I subscribe to some English um okay you know like Acorn and Britbox but I don't think it's yeah. on them but I'll have to see if I can YouTube it. And hopefully just, it's still on when I'm there. It's just the second sister. Well, if not, you can see. Cause, um, so Livoni's coming over um, in April and literally staying about two minutes up the road. Not even that from um, from my cottage. Exciting. So um, you can watch it when you come over if you can't find it. Right. I'll, save it I'll get you. addicted to um, it. Because they series. must be on like Instagram or something like that too to follow Yeah, Stacey. Okay. Well, Stacey, yeah, exactly. But Stacey's got her own uh, life kind of Instagram page. But right. I don't know about whether Sorting Your Life Out has got something separate. I don't know. I haven't Definitely seen that. Definitely be but, um, looking at that. Yeah. So that's, um, my, uh, so that's, that's what you're loving? Yep. Okay. Well, I'm loving, I, I mentioned this before we started recording, I mentioned cottage cheese to Sarah and she just went, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, and I'm sure some people might know this because it's been sort of floating around on social media. But if okay. you take, so, okay, this week, this is what I did. I took cottage cheese, which I actually yeah. quite like. I'll put tomatoes in it and some balsamic vinegar and some olives. Oh, my God, moving on. <laughs> 
My husband, oh. he takes that to work, not with the olives, but he takes that to work as a snack too. Anyway, it's actually quite good. But I took cottage cheese and um, cocoa powder with some of that, just a little of that monk fruit sugar, and I put it into a blender and I whizzed the absolute crap out of it. It became like chocolate mousse. You would not know that was cottage cheese. I don't believe I you. am serious. And I had that with some of the frozen berries that I told you that I cook up and make kind yeah. of jammy. Yeah, had those, had that together. It was like a dessert. Nobody would know it was cottage cheese. It was all I'm not whipped trying that. and fluffy. I'm going to make it for you. <laughs> I'm going to make you eat it. Like that. <laughs> That's what we should do. You will enjoy it. You will enjoy it. <laughs> when I was saying about Sarah and I going to do um, a cooking video Cute. together yeah. while I'm there, I'm going to make that. I can get some oh. cottage cheese, and you must have some cocoa floating around, like unsweetened. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Floating around. I'll have to put sugar in it, unless I bring you some monk fruit over, but I'm always a bit um, careful of copying on a It must be similar to um, agave. Am I saying it right? Agave? Agave? Well, no, like that because that, that um, the agave, you think of the agave um, yeah. syrup? No, see, that still has ca- carbohydrates in it. It's called oh, monk okay. fruit sugar. And, and you know, I can't find anything bad about it. I've looked, I've delved where people are criticizing it. No, nothing. Mm-hmm. I um, It should change its name. It sounds great. Monk fruit, yeah. I'll, put, monk I'll, fruit. I'll make sure I put um, a link up for it, monk fruit. It's, I mean, you know, it's probably not good to talk about it during the, the cheap eats thing because – it's it's yeah, more expensive than sugar, but mm-hmm. I don't um, I don't use a lot of it. So a packet of it, one packet of it, lasts me for ages. Um, yeah, so there are, there are a couple of things I'm loving. I'm loving you can turn cottage cheese into a chocolate <laughs> mousse, <laughs> and it has just it has a fraction of the fat, and it has like third half a cup has thirteen grams of protein or something, one hundred and ten calories. And and it's probably even less when it's whipped because you know now you're putting air into it, and like three cups or feel something. Sick, it won't make you feel everything. sick. You'll like it. <laughs> we can get strawberries. They should be in season when I'm there or coming yeah, into season. Yeah. We can well, like, dip so, yeah, strawberries I mean, in it or something. I'll do something with it, or just get some frozen stuff and I'll cook it up. You watch. <laughs> Sarah's okay. just got like an, a look. <laughs> Of absolute horror on her face. <laughs> Don't people, make me eat the cottage cheese. <laughs> people are like about cottage cheese like they are with Brussels sprouts. You either like it sprouts. or I you hate it. But that's that was the reaction. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that okay. works. It's good. Um, so our next episode, let me see. I know what it is. It is... So next you episode. told me what it was. Oh, no, I, our next episode's good. It's about um, the power of optimism and courage. Yeah. This will be episode 12. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be a nice one, I think, after. I think there's a lot to say on that. There's a lot to say on that. There's a lot to be said for optimism too. So, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for, you know, tuning in and letting us spend about an hour of, uh, you know, your time. Of your with day. Us, of yeah. your day with us. Whether you're painting, maybe doing a bit of cleaning, you know, whatever exercising, you're doing. Exercising. Exercising. Yeah. Driving. Driving. Driving mm-hmm. is a good one. Yeah. So anyway, so thanks for joining us and we will catch you again on the next episode. Bye for now. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>